0: Hello and welcome to the pageant buzz podcast
1: you are here with your hosts Kristen and Rebecca this is a podcast where we talk about glam glitz and what life is really like with a crown this is a podcast for those girls who have inhaled more hairspray than they have oxygen
0: okay Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your hosts, Rebecca and Kristen, and we get to chat about all things captivating.
1: So this is one of our most highly listened to episodes from our last year's recap of our Captivating Pageant recap episode. So I know our listeners love hearing about Captivating Pageants, and I'm excited to talk about it because... We there is no live stream for this pageant, so I have to basically wait until I hear all your recap because I can't. I, I mean, I guess I could go, but it's quite far away for me to just pop over and attend this pageant, so I can't wait to hear all the details.
0: Well, I would love for you to come with me some year because it is a fun one just to go to. So, if you're a pageant fan, just in general, or it's I mean, the level of lighting and just the way that the women all come out and dance. It's very reminiscent of like a true show. You know what I mean? Like there are sometimes you go to a pageant. It's like, okay, like, yes, this is a pageant. And then there are pageants you go to and you're like, I am entertained.
1: Yes. It's a production for sure. Yes,
0: absolutely. And so it's always just a fun one to go to. And of course we like to go to it to support Rick Martinez because he supports the Ohio America organization. And so that's, Um, the organization that I'm a part of their sisterhood. And he is a professional photographer and he Mm -hmm. takes all the Ohio America headshots. So the Ohio America women absolutely love Rick and always want to support him in his pageant. So, and actually it's funny, a lot of Ohio women either came from Captivating or have gone from Ohio America to compete at Captivating. So it's a very well-known system, at least in our world. So hopefully if you're looking for a national pageant after we're done chatting today, then it'll make people want to go
1: look into it because it's a fun one. Okay, so just to give our listeners who maybe haven't heard or or as familiar with this system, can you break down the different age divisions and categories of competition?
0: Yes, okay. So it's a national pageant first and foremost. So when you apply for your title you are applying most likely for a city, a region, or a state title. So I could be, let's say, Mrs. Ohio Captivating, or you could be Mrs. Oklahoma Captivating. And then once you are approved for your state, local, or regional title, then Rick will send you your crown and sash. They're beautiful, by the way. And then you will come to the Columbus area to compete for the title of either Mrs. Captivating or you can compete for Ms. So that's Ms. Or MIS, Miss M I S S. Or Teen. So there's four different
1: categories, four different age categories that you can compete for. Okay. And for Teen, um, do you know the earliest age that you can be, or is it thirteen? Do you know? I think it's thirteen. I think it's thirteen okay.
0: to seventeen is for teens, okay. So, which is really cool because I have seen some mother daughter duos do it. And Love it. I know. And I think that would be so fun to do a pageant like that with Harper because it is so uh, uplifting. I've seen mother-daughter duos do Captivating. And now, listen, I've heard of mother-daughters doing some other pageant systems. I think you just have to be careful about it because if it's going to be a very high-stress pageant, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just it's just one that your daughter is going to be kind of leaning on you for and if you're also trying to be competitive you don't want to have that added stress on you but for a place like captivating it's such a a warm inviting family like feel like Rick right. does not want this to be a stress pageant he wants this to be a good experience where you feel like you're really
1: uh, empowered to be yourself you know mm-hmm. what I mean Yes. And I think that's embodied in their mo- the pageant motto, which is be you, be different, be captivating. It's very much about um, where would the things that make you feel great compete the way that you feel great. There's not really a set look or a brand image. Like It is really just about being yourself and showcasing your unique talents and what you bring to the table.
0: Exactly. And so they even do a, they go kind of a step further and they will have their captivating awards. So they will take the night before interviews and they will, they have a whole party where they have all the contestants come. And actually it's funny, a former Mrs. Ohio American, one of our sister Queens, she actually usually will MC the awards. And so they get to all come and have their different captivating awards. So they might get a social media award or they might get a fashion award. And it's, it's just one more time where the women get to be celebrated.
1: So I love that. about Yeah. The system. And one thing I saw on social media was that the outfits for that award show rivaled their stage gowns. I mean, they were phenomenal.
0: I know. Well, because I feel like they really make it into this like beautiful fashion forward party. So you don't want to be underdressed for it. You want to look real good. And then another thing that I actually learned this year, I didn't realize the swag bags that Rick puts together for these women are amazing. So he, you get, you get t-shirts and you get, he has bags made up and you have things that are personalized and he just really goes above and beyond. And I know it's, it takes a village for his pageant to happen. So I know there's a lot of people behind the scenes helping him, but you get all this stuff to really make you feel welcomed. And did
1: you happen to see their rehearsal shirts that he got them? I don't know that I did. If I did, I didn't notice. Tell me about that. Okay, them.
0: we'll have to post some pictures because they he the whole vibe this year was in. You know how people are like, "Oh, I'm in my Taylor Swift era." Well, I'm in women... my Barbie
1: era. Yes, <laughs> I'm very well aware.
0: Well. Everyone was in their captivating era. And so they were these tie dyed t shirts that looked very much like the Taylor Swift tour T shirts. And everyone very was cute. in their captivating era.
1: Oh, I love that. So they all So got to... like a super
0: themed out like whole weekend. Yes. And celebrating women who are captivating. And then he did... So with him obviously being this fabulous photographer, the women, the title holders always get the most phenomenal shots. And so he'll do a main poster. So actually, when you walk into the theater, it's showcased before you walk in of all the title holders. And the theme was diamond in my eyes. So that inspired Mm. my outfit. I saw he announced that, and I was like, oh,
1: I know what I'm going to wear. Do you even know what I wore? I have not seen you post any photos, so no, I do not know what you wore.
0: I know. I haven't posted any yet. Well, I wore ultra-high-waisted silver sequence bell-bottoms. Oh, so fun. And then a pink pump, and then I wore this bodysuit that I got from Akira, And it was very Elvis style where it was just one shouldered, but it had a giant collar on the side of it. And then I wore a high pony.
1: That sounds adorable.
0: It was so cute. (laughs) So cute. But so fun. It was very much inspired by his main poster theme. So I was really excited about that.
1: So speaking of themes, that is like a big um, mainstay of this pageant is there are themed competitions within the pageant. For instance, the fun fashion typically has themes within the division. So let's talk a little bit about the fun fashion themes.
0: Let's start with, we'll start with team. Okay. So team was feathers. And, And what I love too is what he does is he'll give you this theme and you do with it what you will. Whatever you're inspired by by this theme, anything goes. You just have, so some of the women would come out. And they are full blown head to toe feathers. And then some might've just had a small feather detail. And then Kentucky for teen even had a little transformation moment where oh. she came out and she had a ball gown and suddenly she like pulls it apart and oh. it was a jumpsuit and it was filled with these like feathered ruffles inside. Oh, how cute. It was so cool. And it, so, like, it really allows them to all just say, okay, like, I'm going to do this the way, like, if I was competing, I'm going to do feathers the way Kristen's going
1: to do feathers.
0: And then it's mm-hmm. celebrated on stage. So, it's so cool.
1: Did you have a personal favorite within the feathers?
0: The transformation moment. Only because it's very dramatic and I like the drama of, all, of it okay. all. So, I loved that. Then, for Miss, the theme was Reveal. So again, I like, oh, was this like all transformation? Yes. (gasps) Oh, yes. And so one woman, like she came out and she had this cape and it was a cape that was like tied up, up into like her neck. And she kind of like, she just like, I swear she just looked like she like flicked it and it all fell back and it suddenly just held on like where uh, on the top of her butt. I don't know how to just That's the best way I know how to describe it. I don't know Mm -hmm. how it fell so beautifully from her neck Mm. to be this giant train attached on her butt, but it did. It was so fun. Then, ooh, this was wild. This girl came out and she pulls off her overskirt, but it was a huge overskirt and she just left it in the middle of the stage and she just modeled around it. So I'm sitting here thinking like, How is she going to get that off stage? Like, that's not, I'm sitting here thinking like, she's doing so good. There's no way she's going to be able to get this and walk off stage. How do you think she did it? If you had to guess.
1: Did she step back into it?
0: No. Close. She walked by it. Like, it's almost like, I was like, oh my gosh, she's just going to leave it out there. She walked by it, and as she was walking, she kicked her heel up just in her normal step a little higher and reached her hand back and it had kicked up just enough for her to like barely grab it. And then she just drug it off.
1: Oh my gosh. I wonder how many times she had to practice that.
0: I I think a lot because when she did that,
1: I was like, no, she did not just do this." (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. Oh, that's so cool. That it would have been really cool. if like there would have been some kind of like step back into it and it reattached moment. But I mean, how would you even do that?
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how she did what she did do, but it was cool. And it's like, Very okay, cool. she like, that's obviously was like her little creative moment where she was able uh-huh. to shine. Right.
1: And like show off her modeling a little bit too with little personality in there. So cool. Mm-hmm.
0: It was, it was so great. And so, and then, oh, okay. I, I love like a bowing moment and one of them came out and she was just wearing all black and it was belted and she comes out and when she goes to reveal she removes the belt and the whole entire outfit like flips inside out into this mm. bat wing type jumpsuit and uh-huh. it went from being all black to this full iridescent silver. Model. Oh
1: cool. Yeah. Very like, cool.
0: Okay, I was like all right. and then for MS, what, where for did this, the
1: belt end up going?
0: I think it just like tucked itself in. I never saw it again. Like it just so like fun. sat inside one of the folds, I guess.
1: That's so cool.
0: Yes, it was great. Now for MS, they did corsets. So Ooh. I know. So that was really fun and sexy. And I, and I love, I, I, I mean, I like a good corset. I like that, you know, what they can do for your body. So that was super oh, fun. Yeah. Mrs. West Virginia totally killed it with her outfit. Wait, she went- Ms.
1: Ms., right? Ms., sorry. Okay, sorry. I'm trying to make sure I'm following. Ms. I had to,
0: do, I had to do a talk to text right. into my phone as I was taking all my notes. So I was like trying. I'm like in a hushed whisper, like speaking into my phone. So if I misspeak something like that, just.
1: No, I'm just trying
0: to track. You're good. So Ms. West Virginia, who is by far one of my favorites in the MS division. She had this really blunt, short haircut where it was like just about to her shoulders and she had Mm -hmm. it stick straight. Now hers, when she came out, she really stood out, but more because she didn't have any sequence. It was more of this. It was black with this ornate gold design all over it. And then she had side panels cut out and some half sleeves and gold trim. So Hers really stood out because it was just different from everybody else's. And it looked phenomenal. She was great. She was one of my favorites.
1: That's cool. I like the corset theme because you could really do a lot with that. There's so many like designers right now that are doing like an exposed corset, but then you could also do one like an internal corset and really play off that theme too.
0: Then our missus was the empowered power suit, which you could go a million different ways. So like Jess Martin. Uh, oh, what? I forget. Was she Mrs. Michigan? Is that who she was? I think she
1: was Midwest.
0: Midwest. Okay. So she came out in this very chic black and white. And it looked Liquid like a Liquid beading. Yes. Mm-hmm. Suit. But then you had other women coming out. Like um, this woman, Sam, she was Mrs. Gem City. She was in this red, amazing jumpsuit that had a side piece attached to one hip and then it was a flared
1: bottom but one of the legs had a zipper up the front Mm -hmm. so yeah you could really play off a lot of ways with the power suit like your version of the power suit
0: yes and so that was so fun to watch all the misses come out and have their like
1: boss lady moment and I like the power suit for fun fashion for misses because if I ever competed in fun fashion I wouldn't really want to do like an overskirt or anything like that that to me that's very teen very miss so Mm -hmm. I really love that power suit vibe where you're not having like something to sashay around like you're really just like owning your moment in the power suit I love that and power suit can also be like a skirt suit it can be so many things it doesn't have to be pants it can be whatever you want it to be
0: speaking of making things how you want it to be we didn't talk about opening number
1: oh yeah denim and diamonds right
0: that's what it appeared to be. But then there was like sprinkles of pink in with some of the women. So I'm not sure if it was denim diamonds and pink. I, I,
1: I was told it was denim and diamonds, but I mean, you can have pink denim. So it doesn't that's have to true. be blue denim. It can be any color denim, right? White denim, blue oh, denim.
0: So one of the girls had a pink denim short romper. And so she Adorable. was, it was so cute. And then, Do you remember what I wore to the Ohio America denim and diamonds party when I was giving up my title? Uh Uh-huh. So it was that jean skirt. And then I actually made this yellow tulle overskirt to go over it. Yeah. And so someone did something very, very similar to that. And it, but it was this like pink overskirt. And when she came out, she was whipping that thing around. She was working it. It was, it was so good. And then some of them I it was fun because some of them I really liked because they would only do like a little bit of denim. So like one mm-hmm. woman only had like a little bit of denim on her shoes and the rest was basically oh, like
1: cute. diamonds. <laughs> yeah, because you can do it however you want.
0: Exactly. It was, so it's really fun. You can. I feel like it's like a whole nother way to get to know the women. So mm-hmm. even though we're not in the interview room, when you allow them to have that kind of creative freedom... You get to really like, oh, I kind of get like a vibe of who you are because you're not just seeing them in a swimsuit that was given to you in their evening gown. You see them Mm -hmm. in this creative opening number and then their fun fashion and they get to pick their fitness and then plus their evening gown.
1: Let's real quick talk about fitness wear. Were there any like standout unique fitness wear ideas or performances that just wowed you?
0: We were talking about this about just like how to make it different. And you were like, you know, I think if I was going to do something different, I'd maybe do like a tennis skirt. And I saw tennis skirts and teen Kentucky actually came out with this cute little tennis skirt and it was scalloped on the bottom. So it made it even oh, more cute. young and girly and feminine with that little scallop thing on the bottom.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then because she-
1: oftentimes, like, especially if legs are your best asset, shorts aren't always the most flattering on stage for a lot of girls and women you know they just don't like hit in the right spot you know they could just look awkward sometimes on Mm -hmm. stage but a skirt is sometimes so flattering with the way it looks on stage and that now right now especially there are so many athletic skirts out and squirts out I just feel like there that is the way I would probably go like those halara dresses or a tennis skirt with like a little three-quarter length tank that just shows just a tiny bit of midriff or something like that oh mm-hmm. such a cute look I love that for teen or miss or even Mrs. or miss
0: you like it for all of us?
1: <laughs> I do I mean <laughs> I, but I can totally picture it on teen as like I can just so picture that on a teen the little skirt vibe like oh so cute it gives me all the Bama Rush vibes I guess
0: oh well and then she had this little wedge sneaker on that went with oh. it so so it was cute. like, she got to get a little bit of that heel. Cause she, that specific team contract wearing very tall heels throughout the whole show. So you could tell, like, that was just her vibe. Like she just liked mm-hmm. to have a little, a little something under her feet. And so she had these cute little wedge sneakers on. I loved it.
1: And then we had also kind of talked about like, would you bling it out or not? Were there a lot of like blinged out fitness wears?
0: Yes. Now I will say the ones that I noticed the most were the ones that had it that was just very strategically placed. So there was another teen and she had a white skirt and a white top and it really popped against the background because then she had just lightly stoned out a lot of the different areas. So it wasn't like a fully stoned out Vegas style outfit. It just had little pops of sparkle with that bright against the background and it looked so pretty. And then, oh, I've never seen this. No, maybe it's been done. Another one of the teens, or I think it was, no, it was a miss. Who was it? I forget. Hold on, I'm looking at my nose. I know I wrote down her name. Oh, no, maybe I didn't. She stoned out her collar. Long story short, she fully stoned just the collar. So she had on not just a tank or a sports bra. It was like a sleeveless collared shirt but the mm-hmm. whole collar almost like a stoned. tennis
1: shirt or a golf shirt yes.
0: yes okay
1: I'm trying to picture this like with like a zipper or buttons almost like uh-huh. that kind of a shirt okay
0: and then but the whole collar was stoned
1: cute
0: and that she really stood out with that because like no one else really had a collar collar mm-hmm. and
1: hers So then it light probably light. brought all the light right to her face
0: oh it was beautiful love that it was so great. And then uh, there was this one miss and I really liked her and she was Miss Violet Capital. She had like this theme of lavender and violet color. So like in her fun fashion and her uh, fitness, when she came out, she was wearing lavender. And it's funny when we always talk about, Oh, like it helps you be memorable. If you're part of Ohio and you wear all red or, something like that and she was Miss Violet Capital and she was coming out in these violet tones and it did it made me remember her
1: let's talk about gowns
0: Miss Heart of Ohio that's who stoned your collar I finally found it and I said it looked phenomenal okay
1: okay shout out Miss Heart of Ohio for your fitness we loved it oh my gosh I finally found it I was like I know I wrote it down okay yes Anyways. So those
0: were the things that I loved. That's what stood out. They all looked great.
1: Any favorite evening gowns?
0: Oh my goodness. First and foremost, there was a orange <laughs> gown. And it was a mermaid style gown, fully stoned at the top. And okay. like this like big collar stoning all at the top. And it looked awesome.
1: What division? misses? Mm. So
0: any of you women... Who are dying to wear an orange evening gown like me, that are that, and you're in a Mrs. division, you can go to Captivating and wear your orange gown.
1: There are tons of pageants where you can wear an orange gown.
0: Well, she did and looked really good on Captivating Stage.
1: All right.
0: But there was tons of color for Mrs. That's actually, I didn't actually see a lot of white, but it was tons and tons of color. So there was that orange one. Um, The first runner-up, Sam, she had this navy blue velvet, which, you know, I love. I'm very partial Mm -hmm. to the navy blue velvet. And she's blonde, so it looked great on her. And then it's funny. So I have a note that says neon green, love with like 20 O's. Clearly (laughs) a custom Giovanni, the one that everybody is in love with. But it was neon green. And it was actually the woman that ended up winning.
1: Oh, I bet that was so great because she's got that platinum blonde hair, too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So and I bet that was really beautiful on her.
0: So now that I think about it, I called it green. It may have been a neon yellow, but I think it was just a neon green. The way okay. I couldn't tell exactly how the light was, but it it took this like really beautiful classic gown that everybody loves. Like nobody doesn't like this Giovanni design. And she made it different and memorable and that's what I love so much about it oh and of course Jess Martin in her fire gown
1: probably one of my favorite gowns of all time just Uh, such a good gown
0: it was it's just
1: such a good gown
0: it is it it, like drool worthy like she comes out in this gown and it is just next level phenomenal and so she actually placed fifth runner-up so she placed and she was in this like but um, nah, it's like, I swear, it feels very Miss Universe, this gown.
1: I feel like I could see that gown a thousand more times and still not be tired.
0: I know. Oh, I know. I'm glad because I think at one point she was thinking about selling it. And it's a good thing she didn't because it looked amazing on this stage.
1: I love that dress. It's like um, her version of the lava dress, the, the Catriona Miss Universe lava dress, oh her my version gosh. of it.
0: So, and another one that really stood out now this was a white gown in Mrs. Okay. But it had a full collar that came up almost under her chin.
1: Mm-hmm. That was
0: stoned out and it had a cape. Mm. So, oh. again, she takes this like very beautiful silhouette of a gown that nobody's not going to love. Like it's it's going to look very nice and, and appealing to anybody. But then Mm -hmm. she makes it just with this collar, like a little different and unique and just something memorable about it.
1: Really cool. Any standout like teen Miss or Teen
0: Or yes. So I love teen Kentucky. Um, She so she had this long blonde hair. She was just very teen like she didn't. She wasn't dressed too old for her age. It was just she felt very just like fun and sweet and like oh my gosh yeah like that's like my teenage daughter mm-hmm. and so I I had a, a good appreciation for that that she wasn't dressed too old but she just was very fun and she was very fun on stage and the nice thing about this stage and how he does it everyone gets their moment so you come out and I think I brought, I brought this up last year so when you come out you actually face the back of the stage and then when they announce you you get to t- make of course, like another moment, like you get to have your other moment where you're turning around and you get to face the judges and the audience. And then you get to work that runway and that stage from every angle. So you come out and you kind of, you know, model for the one side and then you model for the other side and then you come to the end, you model for the judges. So I don't think they go over the top of rehearsing or anything, but They're still somehow uniformed, but still modeling in their own way. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. So maybe they have like marks, but there's no set um, poses or patterns. They Mm -hmm. just have to hit their marks.
0: Yeah. And I love that that's how it is, that they all get so much. Now, it is a long pageant. You're going to be there for a little while with all the different divisions. But it's amazing because nothing's worse than when you have family and friends coming to your pageant. And you're on stage for 0. 0.5 seconds, right? And it's like, and then they have to sit through this whole pageant and you never really had like a great stage moment, but at captivating you do like, let's say you go and you compete at captivating. Even if you don't place, if you're not a finalist, you pretty much got the exact amount of stage time as everybody else that that placed.
1: The only difference is the top, finalists, right? They just get called out differently. There's no on stage question.
0: No, there's no on stage question. And then yeah, so they will call the top five finalists. And but it's actually pretty quick. So they come out, they all line up and then right then and there they start calling out, okay, fifth runner up, fourth runner up and so on until the winner. Mm-hmm. They do their photo real quick and then they move on to the next one. So okay. the show really is about All the contestants, and not just about you know the the top five finalists, which I appreciate because when you're doing a pageant, you're putting in all this work, and people are coming to kind of watch you shine. You want to you want to have your time to do that.
1: Yes, exactly, totally.
0: And then they'll do special awards at the very end, of course. And their mm-hmm. special awards judge this year was Miss Teen Pennsylvania USA. Oh, cool. And I, well, and I saw Miss Teen Ohio USA there. I'm sure she's a captivating girl. I don't know for a fact, but if not, she's for sure part of the Studio RM family.
1: Love that. Well, Aww. very cool. So I'm glad you got to go and have um, all your diamonds in your eye fun. I can't wait to see your picture. I can't believe they didn't even send me an outfit photo. I know, I'm gonna post some. I'll post some, I will. I mean, you could just send me one. You don't have to even if you're not ready to post them, you could send me one. Don't keep me hanging.
0: Oh, I could just send you one. My bell bottom are <laughs> pretty epic. Oh, fine. Awesome. Now, hey, I wanted to talk to you about this too because I didn't realize this by the way. This is just some okay. captivating pageant history. Yes, Do tell me. You know that captivating pageants was on the MTV show Made
1: I watched that show so much whenever I was in college and I did not know this tell me about it
0: no I didn't realize it either I like, just found out and it's funny the woman that she had actually watched made back in the day she was the third runner-up at this mm-hmm. year's captivating and she saw it on the MTV show made and that's how she learned about the pageant was from this it it was like made to be a beauty queen or you know how they uh-huh. would take somebody and they'd say like, Hey, I want to be made into a BMX rider. I want to be made into, Yes. so it was, I want to be made into a pageant queen. And so MTV, then, you know, they would look for a pageant that they would train somebody for or coach them for and try to hopefully get them to Win the pageant, and they had selected "Captivating" to be that pageant that they went and tried to have the women win. Oh
1: my gosh, I really want to go back and watch this episode.
0: I know, I did too. The "Captivating" pageant with Rick was
1: the pageant that the maid girl entered. Is that show still on? Is it? I don't know. I don't ever watch TV, so I don't know. Maybe it was... it's like maybe you can still watch them on like Netflix or Hulu or something.
0: Oh, I'm sure you can. If not, I'm sure there's clips on on uh youtube that you can see it but yeah mtv in its heyday looked at captivating pageants and said you know what like this is the one we want to highlight i know and i feel like that's such a testament to that because when you go to captivating not only do you see a bunch of formers you see a bunch of um former queens that are working behind the scenes and Mm -hmm. you see a lot of women who had competed at captivating maybe they didn't place or win but they still come back and watch
1: because they love it so
0: much i know it's so i love that i just think that's such a testament to how captivating pageants and their staff and their director rick put on a show
1: and it's always one of those that i watch and every single year i think God, that one would be so much fun it just looks so fun
0: well and they actually had They had a bunch of different states this year too, and they had um, a Mrs. Canada.
1: And I'm pretty sure that the winner is uh, the first Haitian American for the Mrs. Division. She's the first Haitian American winner, which is really exciting.
0: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I actually had two friends compete. One ended up being first runner up. I'm super proud of her, Sam. And then another Mm -hmm. one, her name's Erica. And she was second runner up. Sam had never competed and then Erica hadn't competed for twenty years. Oh, so, yeah. okay. So oh, yeah, so no
1: two like new newish new yes. to the pageant world-ish. Yeah. Friend. So okay, I didn't got say it, got that it. Got it. First,
0: but no, I was like, oh, when they called Jess Martin to top five, I, I jumped me and I went with um, our Ohio America director, Christy Miller, and then we jumped out of our seats. <laughs> we probably so looked exciting. like lunatics. <laughs> We
1: were like, that's okay oh, and that's they okay.
0: Called her last can you believe oh it? I
1: hate that I hate whenever the they're, they're, you're like the girl that you're waiting for is like either last or next or last is the worst
0: yeah because so they called because they had called Sam they called Erica and so we're just like sitting there and then they called the fourth name and I'm like no way do they not call us? there's no way but you know that feeling like as they keep calling mm-hmm. names and then like they get to the last one, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, you better call Jess." <laughs> <laughs> and they did. And it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And her daughter was there. It was it mm-hmm. was so great. I know. I'm getting all all in my feels right now, and so special. I know I'm like word-bombing right now, but um, if you win captivating, you part of your prize package is those shots with Rick.
1: And don't you, if you win like photogenic or something, don't you also win headshots? Yes. and you get, There's like okay, another award for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like multiple options to win the headshots with him. So I feel like that is incentive to compete, just to have a chance to win additional headshots.
0: Oh, I know. Well, and part of competing too is you, uh, I don't think you have to, but I mean, obviously you want to, because He's right there in Columbus, especially if you live around here and you can shoot with Rick and he'll do shots with your crown and sash and make it a really fun experience for you. And then another thing, see, I keep thinking like, oh, I don't mean to say it because we recapped it, but we recapped it a year ago. It just feels like it was so, sh- so sh- oh my gosh, I can't talk. You know I'm sick, right?
1: Such a short time ago.
0: Thank you. (laughs) I know you can probably hear it in my voice. They have their captivating ambassador.
1: So it's like an additional crown to queen who wins this title. And it can be of all the divisions?
0: All the divisions. What they do is it can be from teen to missus. And it's, they call it the captivating ambassador. And they pull whoever they feel like would be a great representative of the system for just sisterhood, recruiting, helping Rick, just the, basically, I think they even say this during the pageant, the most important queen of all. (laughs) Yeah. And so they'll call the top three and the woman that won, she has done captivating for uh, at least a few years. I know I've seen her a few times and I've seen her win the congeniality award on numerous occasions and she's a missus and has the most beautiful curly blonde hair like she just like you just look at her and there's something about her that just draws you in like you just want to talk to her Mm -hmm. and I don't know if she's ever placed or not I know she comes I know she comes back she loves the system she competes she won captivating ambassador and when I tell you people went crazy people went crazy People just, there were people standing up and screaming and cheering. They almost couldn't crown her because she had dropped down and she was just like in such shock.
1: Oh, I love it,
0: that. It made me tear up seeing her. She finally, she finally stands up and she looks at some of the, some <gasps> of the queens and she goes, <gasps> oh, it was the really most sweet. beautiful, genuine, moment reaction I have ever seen I will never forget it I will truly never forget it it was awesome cool.
1: that, this the whole thing just sounds amazing it sounds wonderful sounds like everything just went off beautifully and a wonderful production like always so congratulations to the new Captivating Queens we wish you a wonderful year ahead and we hope to continue to support captivating pageant we love um hearing about it every year did you know
0: he switched up his microphones this year
1: no tell me you know
0: how he had the rhinestone microphones Uh uh-huh he had them restoned to have AB rhinestones to go with his captivating era theme
1: oh my gosh so they were like so sparkly and shiny
0: the details in this pageant are just I want a rhinestone microphone like that. Do you think he has rhinestone lip gloss on?
1: I mean, I don't know, but maybe we should rhinestone our podcast mic.
0: You know, so we can be in our captivating era.
1: In our podcasting era.
0: That's true. I'm in captivating mode right now. (laughs) Even even though I'm sick, I'm in my captivating era. I love it. I'm glad I got to recap it with you. I know sometimes when I recap, there's some of these notes. Okay you have I them. I'm looking at some of these notes right now. At one point I, I mentioned you, mm-hmm. but I said, I'm something, something influenced by Rebecca because love it. Dang it. Oh, oh, I know what that's
1: about. All oh. the, all the violet colors. <laughs> Oh that's you were loving the purple because you you so you know you must be getting influenced by me because typically you um stray away from liking purple for yourself but yes. i've been pushing you to start liking lavender.
0: Yes, i and okay that's what i clearly i was doing my talk to text and it clearly is i must be being influenced by rebecca because i am loving
1: miss violet capital and all of her violet. That's what it's mm-hmm. Supposed mm-hmm. to say. Yep. Because I've been trying to say I want to see you just try on a few things in some different purple shades. And you're like, oh, no, I do not like purple. And I'm like, I'm not telling you to put on like the brightest purple in the world. I just want you to try on some different shades of like lavenders because you look so good in baby blue. I feel like lavender is going to be also just so beautiful on you. Just try it on. I just want to see it on you. It's not like I want you to wear it every day. I just want you to try it on a couple of pieces. Okay, obviously
0: I'm being influenced and it reflects in my captivating notes.
1: I think I'm a good influence on you.
0: Um, yeah, actually you are. I just, I
1: was Ni- not gonna <laughs> Yeah, 99% of the time. You would say I'm a bad influence when I don't let you get an orange gown, but 99% of the time I'm a good influence.
0: You know where I could wear my orange gown?
1: Captivating pageants.
0: I really could. And they would celebrate me for being me.
1: Hey, I celebrate you for being you where it's the right place to wear that orange gown.
0: No, we'll find a place for it. You were making up That's for right. it when we were talking about headshots. And you're like, "Can you do new headshots, maybe you can do orange. And I was like, wait a second.
1: You said lies. I said, no, for real. I want you to wear orange in your picture.
0: It actually made That's... me not want to wear that just
1: Only because I said it.
0: I no, I'm not awful.
1: You're such an eight
0: something's wrong with me
1: your enneagram eightness coming out i should have told you you're never allowed to wear it and then you wouldn't you would only wear it
0: probably that sounds that's, about right
1: that's what i'll start doing from now on reverse psychology psychologying you
0: i do want to know even though i've been very tongue-tight because my throat hurts do you have a chris's question for
1: me yes so we have been coming off of now many national pageants. We It's sort of the wrapping up end of national season for many, many women. So here is my Chris's question of the week. Okay. How long do you think you should wait before you make your next pageant decision after competing?
0: 100% you should have the time to give up your title. So if you have a pageant that you're kind of waiting on, I wouldn't make any decisions at all until you crown your successor, because if you're trying to think about doing the next thing, you're not focusing on being the best title holder, which ultimately is what you were awarded, what you interviewed for, what you wanted so badly for, you know, for some women for 10 years, some women, not as long, but something you really cared about and wanted. So don't make any decisions until you get that off of your plate and just focus on being the best title
1: holder in that moment. I love that answer. My, my rule of thumb as so if you don't have a title that you're giving up, so let's say you are at large contestant or you didn't win your pageant and you don't have a title that you're giving up, my rule of thumb is don't make any decisions for a minimum of a month yes. after that pageant. Um, You are in an emotional state, whether excited, adrenaline, um, upset, whatever that decision might be right afterwards. You need time to process those emotions, whatever those might be. You need time to just kind of go back to regular life and be a regular person for a little while before you make that decision. And you're going to have a ton of people probably reaching out to you to recruit you for their system right afterwards. You need that time to research those systems, to look into them, to find out if that is even something that you might be interested in before you just take that offer of, yes, I want to take this title or take this opportunity and jump into something that you're not really fully and you haven't done all the research and investigation you might need to. And you may be getting kind of attached to something that maybe wasn't the best fit for you. So take the time to process your emotions and do your research before making any decisions is my opinion thank you so much for listening to another episode of the pageant buzz with Kristen and rebecca you can follow us on instagram at pageant buzz pod and like i always say don't forget to sparkle
0: this podcast is produced by the fearless network always be fearless